Hey, what's going on? It's John, and it's time for the JMart Cast for Monday, September 6th. What is going on? How are ya? <laughs> oh, man. What a good week I've had. I hope you had a good one, too. I will tell you all about it. But first, I'm going to start off with a couple of apologies. Uh, I did a couple of things that I'm not super proud of, so I'm going to apologize. The people who are involved are probably never going to hear this, but still feels good to apologize. I'll tell two stories, one, two so- somewhat bad ones and one, one good one, so I don't know if the good one cancels out one of the bad ones, but uh, nonetheless, here we go. So the first, one, first bad one I, um, happened pretty early on. I think it was actually on Sunday even, uh, so more than a week ago now, but uh, I was outside with Carly and uh, my kid, and we were just walking home from having spent some time in the playground where Benny likes to play. And as we were walking away, I saw a lady with a dog, and uh, the dog was uh, doing a number two, which is fine, of course, but I uh, noticed that the uh, owner of the dog was definitely not holding a like a plastic bag to take care of it afterwards. And uh, she noticed that I was noticing, and she realized that, like... <laughs> I guess um, she didn't have. Maybe she forgot. I guess I don't. I don't know. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say most of the time she picks up after the, her dog. But this time she accidentally forgot the uh, plastic bag and noticed that I was noticing that she forgot it and that she had no way of taking care of uh, picking up after her dog. So then <laughs> I wasn't on my best behavior because I didn't just look away and like let whatever was going to happen happen. Instead, I kept looking at her as we were walking, (laughs) not really mean mugging or anything, but just kind of continuing to look and see what's going to happen. Like there was something that was going to happen eventually, like the dog was done and they were either going to move on and just leave it there or, or, um, you know, just keep standing there and wait for me to pass. But as we were walking away, uh, she did start going away and not having picked up after her dog. So before I could control myself and not say what I said, I kind of just turned around and said, hey, lady, pick up after your dog shit. Not the best decision, and I apologize for that. And she rightfully turned back around and uh, (laughs) told me to F off. So (laughs) I uh, probably shouldn't have said anything or then I thought about it at best if I did feel like saying something I should have said please pick up after your dog instead of saying pick up your dog shit that's but anyways (laughs) so that's the first story and then um the second one um was uh just happened on Sunday we were uh uh, gonna go to Electric Island music festival that was happening at Ontario Place and uh, to get down there, we took a lift ride from our home down. And so we ordered this lift and we got on. The dude um, uh, was driving like an SUV. I forget what, what model. But anyways, uh, he was one of these guys that when he drives, he's always like either hitting the uh, gas pedal or the brake pedal. <laughs> and... Um, like there's a couple of times where he was just like 
not driving nearly as slow as was necessary for the situation. And, you know, it felt like there was going to be an accident unless, like, he either hit the brakes really hard or swerved. And he ended up hitting the brakes really hard most of the time. But after the second time, I spoke up and I was like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Just slow down. And he did not like that at all. (laughs) He was uh, very defensive and he stopped the car and was like, do you want to get out? (laughs) I was like, what? Uh, that's not what I said, but I was like, no, that's not what I said. And I try to explain that I was looking for him to just uh, slow down, not stop and (laughs) kick us out. (laughs) But he kind of just repeated the same thing. It's like, did you want, did you say you want to get out? (laughs) And so uh, Carly, uh, uh, my wife was like, that's not what he said. She's trying to help the situation. And I definitely uh, did not help the situation anymore by uh, saying drive afterwards. I, I didn't say it in a good voice, I think. I, I think if I, if I said, please drive, it would have been better. But I said drive, and the guy just like continued to be very defensive after that. And as soon as that happened, I was like, I realized, oh, this is like, I need to bring, like, I still need this ride to get me where I want to go. This guy can drive well enough that I'm pretty sure we won't get in an accident because he can hit the brake really hard, but <laughs> but it's just going to be mostly an un- uncomfortable ride, but we just wanted to get there on time. And um, I was like, okay, it's time to de-escalate. So from that point on, I just kept being like, okay, I'm just worried about the safety of all three of us. We're all in the car together. Try to make us into one unit so that he kind of could... Uh, <laughs> understand that I was not just like thinking about myself and then and then uh, he he was like I think maybe he took the hint and he's like all right then just don't tell me what to do and I was like yes okay and he's and actually he said and you could totally tell that that last one was the other guy's fault and you know I guess it kind of was but he was also like driving super fast but I was like I'm just going to go with it at this point. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt that was that guy's fault. And, uh, you know, trying to (laughs) get on his side. And uh, from that point on, he started driving. One last thing that happened, I guess, was Carly was like, you just don't have to get so defensive about it. And, of course, he didn't like hearing that either. (laughs) And he he goes, yes, I do. This is my job. (laughs) And then at that point, I just kind of squeezed Carly's hand to kind of let her know it was okay. And she stopped <laughs> saying anything. And we kind of rode out the rest of the uh, trip uh, in silence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sorry to that guy for uh, backseat driving and telling you what to do, even though you're speeding and unnecessarily and making the ride more dangerous. But still, you're right. If we're willing to get in the car, we have to also be willing not to backseat drive. <laughs> All right, so that's my two negative stories. And then the one positive one was actually after, right after that, at the uh, just as we got into the festival, we were... Uh, I'm going to just take a sip of water. My voice is sounding very crackly. Uh, <clears throat> so we were at the... Uh, oh, that's even worse. 
We were at the inside the uh, festival and just at the main stage. There's not many people there yet, just a few pockets of people. And you could see the ground very clearly. And all of a sudden, I noticed that somebody dropped one of those green TD bank cards or Visa cards, whatever it was. I didn't really look at it too closely. But um, it had been laying there not next to anything. So it wasn't like somebody let, put it down. Um, so I just picked it up and noticed uh, that there were some people around, um, maybe like six to ten feet away. I went and talked to the first group. It wasn't theirs, but they were kind of funny. There's these like young dudes who were like, don't worry, it's not a problem. They've got Apple Pay. <laughs> I'm just like, I know, but it, it is still a problem to have lost your card, dude. <laughs> like, such a like a young person kind of attitude to be like, oh, I can fix this with my uh, phone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That smartphone, that'll fix everything for you, right? You lived your whole life with the smartphone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the second group of people I walked up to, um, at first they're like, no, that's not us. But then uh, the girl was like, oh, wait, that's actually mine. Thank you so much. And the dude she was with was like, oh, you're so lucky. This never happens, um, which it doesn't. So I just kind of gave him them, gave them the, like, the... Uh, like the prayer sign, like the Buddha thank you or hello sign when you uh, put your palms together. And I gave him a little nod and said, pass it on. <laughs> so that's my one good deed to make up for the two bad deeds. Move on to the rest of the week. Um, I'll, do, I'll go in chronological order <laughs> for that. Um, let's see, Monday, Tuesday, I, uh, and actually Wednesday too. I went to the calisthenic park, had three uh, solid days of uh, still some basic training. I'm not really going anything um, anything specific, anything um, like super goal-oriented. I'm just uh, doing my basics, doing my bread and butter, keeping consistent, uh, st- staying strong, uh, pulling, pushing, uh, keeping the tempo slow, working till muscle fatigue. Uh, making sure the quality of every rep is at 100%. Uh, even though I'm not, you know, working towards anything specific, I know that these principles are what is necessary to guide somebody towards any goal that they're headed towards. So, you know, it's just like I have other priorities in terms of like what to focus my mind on. So I don't have to, I don't, I don't want to think of a specific goal to work towards on, but I'm just keeping consistent with what I know works. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then um, my birthday was on September 3rd. Uh, had a great birthday and whole birthday weekend. It's been awesome. Let's see. So the birthday would have been on Friday. Had a great day overall. Started off a little bit uh, <laughs> off with me um, going to wake uh, wake up my son from uh, in the morning and he kind of just like for no reason (laughs) broke down on me, (laughs) uh, and started crying. And that was a jarring start to the day, but, uh, luckily my wife came in and saved me and kind of comforted Benny (laughs) while I, uh, kind of hid away in the kitchen making dinner. Um, not the best approach, but, uh, at least I had the support of my wife and, (laughs) We talked about possibly approaching the situation a little bit better next time and trying to be more involved in the comfort part. But, you know, that's just her area of <laughs> expertise. And, uh, 
of course, I'm not against uh, working on that. So we'll see the next time when the opportunity presents itself. But besides that, the rest of the morning was amazing. We went to the Toronto Botanical Gardens. They're called Edward Gardens which is this beautiful place and one of the best places in Toronto to go to these days because it's outdoors. You get to uh, see uh, uh, beautiful flowers and plants and old giant trees. And, you know, you can do that pretty freely without having to worry about having a mask. And it's great. So I had a really beautiful morning there where um decided to bring my... Um, gymnastic rings with me because i've been there before and i know the like i said the trees there are pretty huge and some of them have pretty sweet branches you can hang uh the rings off of and you know have a pretty sweet workout and benny really likes the rings as well because uh he he's just developed the grip strength to be able to hang on um and you know hold his whole weight with just both of his hands and with the rings he can uh, do a little bit of swinging and uh, rotating around and stuff like that and spinning so uh, that's been a fun addition so I thought it'd be a, a great thing to bring with us and then uh, it really was we um, <clears throat> walked around and just saw the plants a little bit and flowers and it's funny the, the kids just like learned about smelling and using his nose for breathing too so he just kind of was approaching every plant every flower and just being like <laughs> <laughs> just like not even breathing, like breathing in and breathing out so quickly that he wouldn't even have time to like analyze what he's breathing in, <laughs> what he's smelling. But uh, it was just funny to see him do that. <laughs> and then we, uh, once we checked out the flowers, there's a little, a little creek you can cross over. And uh, on the other side, there's more like a grassy area with the big trees. So we went over there and found a sweet, uh, actually we found <laughs> the first tree we tried was like not really that strong. I set up the, I should have probably tested it out a little bit sooner, but after I set up both rings, I realized, oh, this is not going to be good. So I had to take it down and then go find like a more of a hardwood tree and, uh, eventually did find the right place. And then when I set up, uh, rings, my favorite thing to do right away is to try some muscle ups because it's so much easier to do them on rings than it is on a bar because um, you kind of just go straight up instead of having to go around a bar, uh, which is a lot easier. And so I started doing those, did a set of five, and then uh, felt good, so I stopped. And then kind of the wheels started turning in my head, the gear started going, and I was like, this is my birthday, and I've already done five muscle-ups. I bet I could easily do 33 muscle-ups, one for every year I've been alive, uh, by the end of the day, and... If I just keep doing sets of five or whatever, it'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll get there in no time. It's like, it'll be a fun thing to try, a little physical challenge for, for the birthday. I know people sometimes do like, uh, you know, squats or bench presses. Like uh, they like do like some sort of uh, multiple of their weight in terms of like a squat or a bench press <laughs> for their birthday just to show that they're still not old or whatever. And I don't know, I guess the thought crossed my mind and I'm like, yeah, I'll just do the same thing. So I... Um, started uh, like basically taking five to ten minute breaks to you know talk to my wife play with my kid uh, that would be my rest break we would like roll around in the grass chase each other run around stuff like that and then uh, 
in between those 10 minute breaks, I guess I would just go on and uh, go on the rings, do my set of five <laughs> and then go back. And we did that for, for a while. I, I took more than 10 minute breaks, I guess. I don't know how long we ended up being at the park for, but um, ended up doing uh, four sets of five. So I did my 20 at the park and then we drove back uh, home just before my kid's nap time so that uh, he could like sleep at home instead of in the car because that always works out better. <laughs> and it was funny. It was a good um, a parenting moment of using reverse psychology like to, to my favor against my kid. Because uh, what happens is if he falls asleep in the car, then when we transfer him to his bed during nap time, sometimes it can go badly and he'll wake up and won't be able to fall back, fall back asleep. And then if he can't get a nap, then he's cranky the rest of the day. So ideally, we want to keep him up. But I found that like trying to keep him entertained and like engage him in some ways is like pretty hard and he just falls asleep anyway. So then... I was like, wait, reverse psychology. Whenever I do want him to fall asleep, I'm always like, Benny, are you feeling tired? You want to go to sleep? And he'll always be super defiant. Like, no, I'm not. Don't make me go to sleep. So <laughs> so I was like, now I don't want him to go to sleep. So I have to reverse psychology this kid and be like, hey, Benny, are you tired? You look like you should go to sleep. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead and nap. And he's right away like clockwork. No, don't make me go to sleep. <laughs> And yeah, it was it just worked out perfectly. He uh, stayed up right up until we pulled into the driveway, picked him up, and just carried him to bed. Didn't even have to read him a story. Fell asleep. <laughs> it was great. And then uh, the rest, the rest of the day was all pretty sweet too. Um, for dinner, we ended up having sourdough pizza that uh, my wife and I made. And then we ended up um, having a later dinner so that we kind of just fed my son kind of throughout the rest of the afternoon, his dinner. And then we had a late dinner ourselves just so we could have a more of a alone time for my, <laughs> for my birthday, which was really nice. We had some pretty sweet sourdough pizza that uh, the sourdough I'd made myself. And then uh, we, uh, dre- not dressed, but uh, uh, like made the pizzas on, on the day of. And we made two kinds. Uh, one was um, pepperoni with olives and mushrooms, uh, some sun-dried tomatoes, and a whole whack of like really nice mozzarella cheese covering the whole thing. That was pretty sweet. Really liked that one. The second one was um, didn't have a, a cheese, but it was like covered in olive oil, and it had um, pear and goat cheese and um, what was that Italian meat? Uh, prosciutto yeah uh, really amazing too both were really good freaking uh if you have me on instagram i was in my stories, so you would have seen it there if you don't and you have instagram just get on there and follow me so you can see all the good stuff <laughs> uh speaking of social media i had a funny interaction on twitter which uh, led me to listening to some old music that I hadn't listened to in a while, which is always nice. So let me see if I can find it and uh, and uh, read it and, I guess, share it. So uh, there's this um, uh, account I follow. Uh, this dude's uh, name is Steve Saratsky. He's like a real estate guy from Vancouver, but he kind of talks about 
the economy and politics about all of through throughout all of Canada, what's going on and stuff. So I, I initially found him on YouTube. Then now that I'm on uh, on Twitter, uh, I'm following the same accounts of those people that I have on you know YouTube or whatever that I that I like. So I followed his account, and then I saw a tweet from him that said. Inflation running at a 10-year high and Canada's GDP unexpectedly con- contracted 1.1% annualized in Q2. Stagflation? Question mark. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, he's, like I said, he's an e- economics guy, just making comments about what's going on. Uh, this is uh, the stuff that I've been learning about recently and um, definitely uh, uh, something that struck a chord with me as I, as I read this. So I replied to him, Unfortunately, most people don't know and don't care. I, myself, only started learning and caring about this stuff just over a year ago. Now I'm the crazy person for bringing up it. Sorry. Now I'm the crazy person for bringing it up every conversation. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of a bit of a funny uh, uh, response. And then, as I said, the, the exact wording is, I, myself, only started learning. And then the way I wrote that is I used commas after I and after myself. So it's I, comma, Myself, comma, only started learning. And then somebody, I guess, appreciated that and responded with appreciating the use of Oxford commas. <laughs> I thought that was a bit of a funny comment. And so I responded with a thank you, although I'm a fan of Vampire Weekend. So that probably doesn't make sense to people. But Vampire Weekend is a band I used to listen to from the early, you call it aughts, I guess, the uh, early 2000s, or I guess late 2000s. Because the song they have, there's they have a song called Oxford Comma, and the lyric is actually "Who gives a fuck about an Oxford Comma?" <laughs> that is so. So he's appreciating my use of Oxford Commas, although I like I'm a fan of Vampire Weekend, who has a song called Oxford Comma where they say "Who gives a fuck about it?" <laughs> so it totally reminded me about that song, and then I started listening to the song, and then the whole album. The song is called Oxford comma the band is vampire weekend this particular song is from 2008 anyway i I like the whole album it's pretty good check it out if you like it (laughs) uh what else so on saturday day after my birthday i was wanted to have a little barbecue with a few friends and it was pretty small ended up being pretty small we ended up having let's see besides my wife and i we had four other adults and two children and uh, it was pretty sweet. It was really nice to have friends come over. And uh, we had some pineapple chicken on barbecue skewers, on like wooden skewers, I mean. Uh, Carly really marinates, mar- marinates those really well, and uh, they come out so soft and juicy. Uh, sorry, uh, vegetarian friends listening to this. <laughs> we also had a lot of uh, grilled veggies, too, actually. Um, uh yeah, veggie skewers, and then I made uh, some um, baba ganoush dip. It was really good. Uh, and my friend brought some sweet bruschetta. That was great. Oh, man, that bruschetta was so good. I could just eat it by the spoonful. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then my friends brought a couple of their, uh, two of their kids. That's all their kids, but two kids they, they brought with them, and they played with my son, and it was just really nice to see the kids playing and hearing them laugh together. It's just such a, I don't know, nice thing to have present. Yeah, it's just a nice thing to have around you. It's, it feels just right to have kids running around, yelling, 
laughing, a little bit of crying every once and every now and then too, but mostly having a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. And um, it's funny, um, um, my uh, uh, friends' kids, they, they know that in the basement I've got a gym down there with all my training equipment. So they were asking to go down there. And so, of course, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's check out what we've got. Let's play with all the equipment. I'll show you how to do everything. <laughs> so we go down there. And um, last time they were there, they really liked the uh, gymnastic rings that I have. I have them hung up from the uh, squat rack that I have. And I can lower them down to their height. And they can basically hang from it and swing back and forth. And uh, right away, they just went for that. <laughs> Started playing with that. And it was really awesome to see that because... I had actually gotten them their own set of gymnastic rings uh, because I saw how much they liked it. The first time, I thought they should have their own pair for when they go home because they also have a squat rack at home that they could hang it off of for indoors play. And then they've also got some sweet trees that definitely are uh, hardwood and strong enough and have really good branches for hanging those uh, rings off of as well. So they were as soon as they saw that they're so happy that it made my day seeing that and <laughs> and uh they were pretty stoked about it, yeah, and then um my wife uh which, who's been just amazing and has given me the best birthday weekend ever, probably was pretty awesome and uh stepped up, made an amazing chocolate cake uh it was like a four layer chocolate cake with Swiss meringue buttercream icing. Uh, like yeah it was just the best thing ever the kids loved it of course and then even the adults like people who don't like you know sweet things were just like yeah give me seconds <laughs> and I definitely went for seconds it was, it was so good she's she's the best thank you thank you honey for that best birthday ever thank you to all my friends who showed up who came um and uh yeah it wasn't even, I wanted to just have the barbecue for barbecue sake and for a get together sake, not as a thing of birthday, but you know, it just kind of turns into that as people <laughs> find out that your birthday is in fact that around that time. And then the, to cap off the whole week, we uh, went to Electric Island Music Festival for Sunday for the yesterday, which is part of the reason why this podcast is so is a little bit later than what I wanted would have wanted to release it my goal is to kind of make these uh or record these on Fridays and Saturday or Saturdays or I mean on Saturdays or Sundays and like have it released by Monday morning because like I said this is a total ripoff of Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast and I want this to come out Monday morning so all you out there listening in your cubicles or your cars or whatever you're listening from can uh listen to me instead of Bill Burr because I'm definitely a better listen than that guy. He used to be funny, but now all he talks about is how people should be wearing masks and getting vaccinated and getting mad about stupid things like that rather than being funny like he used to be. That's right, Bill Burr. I went there. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Anyways, back to my podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm going. we went to the Electric Island. You already heard the uh, first part of that about the taxi ride and then or lift ride it was actually a lift um we used the lift app to get there definitely gave the guy a one star no tip and uh, <laughs> and it gives you like little options as to why it's a one star so i i put dangerous driving and like um not following like 
rules, which he really wasn't. He was basically rolling through every stop sign. <laughs> Not that I don't do that, but like every single one. Come on, dude. Like, <laughs> um, anyways, and then of course the, uh, yeah, the credit card part as well. You heard about the first two parts of the time at the um, island. I guess it wasn't at the island, actually. Normally, Electric Island is on the islands, but this time around, it was at Ontario Place, which actually ended up being pretty nice. I really liked the location. Uh, they had it set up pretty pretty well in terms of, like, they even had three stages, which is pretty unexpected. Usually, they just have two. But, yeah, there were three stages. The main stage, as we got there, was, like, it's kind of basically on a parking lot, and you're standing on concrete and it was just really sunny and hot and the concrete was baking and there was no shade anywhere so we're like hung out at the main stage for about 10 minutes and baked and we're like this is uncomfortable let's gtfo (laughs) and uh, we're like let's go check out the second stage there's there's more shade there so we went and uh, hung out there and it was uh, this area it was kind of like these big gravel on where you're standing, big rocks. Um, so, so it was a little hard to dance on that, <laughs> but at least we were covered it. Like there was a bunch of tall trees that were providing the perfect amount of shade to, uh, uh, you know, not feel like you're baking under the sun and uh, really enjoy the music. Really. Uh, it was a way better experience at the second stage than it was at the main stage. So we're just like, all right, we're hunkering down here. And um, it was cool, actually. Both the main stage and the second stage had female uh, DJs on at the same time. And then by the time we checked out the third one, there was a female DJ there as well. And I think basically all of the stages had female DJs leading up to uh, up until 7 p.m., at least seven, uh, at least for the main stage. After I don't know what the other ones were. But uh, from seven onwards, it was two dudes, um, uh, Justin Martin and Green Velvet, which Justin Martin, I just like, oh, that's another J Mart. <laughs> that's my namesake right there. <laughs> uh, he was he was awesome. Really liked his set. Um, if I had to describe his set, uh, it was like you could break it down into three chunks. The first third was started off really good, really enjoyed it. And the last third was amazing, like a perfect way to end the set. And then the middle part was just like, I don't know where you're, what you're doing right now. There's a lot of weird kind of sound effects and, and beats going on right now. This might not be right for me. <laughs> but then afterwards, when I thought about it, it was like, you know what? I appreciate an artist that will take me through a journey and take take me a little bit outside of my comfort zone so like i liked that i liked the beginning and the end and if i had to go through a little bit of like discomfort in the middle that's like that's really that's the perfect uh <laughs> perfect set in a way because um you know as an artist sometimes that's what that's your goal is to take the uh your your um uh, what, what's it called what, the people who view your art to take them your your audience there we go to take them outside of your comfort zone does that make sense uh yeah so that was that was sweet and then uh the last uh closer of the festival on the main stage was green velvet and man he's awesome (laughs) although like uh what what happened was like so we got we actually got to the got to the uh event 
just after three and the event ended at 11. So it's like a solid eight hours <laughs> of being at a music festival. Of that eight hours, we basically spent an hour and a half probably resting, sitting down somewhere, like taking breaks. But the rest of the six and a half hours, we were giving it and dancing and cutting the rug like it was awesome. <laughs> and by the way, my wife came and she was like, she's almost 30 weeks pregnant. Not quite there yet, but like she's very visibly pregnant. <laughs> that was actually one thing that like uh, we had four different groups come up and notice that she was pregnant and at a music festival, just like giving it and like just giving her props for doing so, just being like, way to go, like, that's so awesome. One of them was like, get get them hooked young <laughs> to the music that is. And um, it was funny. One of the funny ones was uh, it was a group of dudes that came and congratulated her and then asked me if I was the dad. And then one of the dudes was like, is it a boy or a girl? I'm like, it's a girl. And the guy's response was like, ah. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> well... You know, I feel differently, but it's okay. <laughs> At least they were congratulating us. <laughs> Anyways, uh, actually, it's funny. All I went, we I went with my wife, of course, and then we with two other friends, and all four of us got uh, one comment or another. Uh, let's see, let's go through all four of us. So we four people came up to Carly and and um, mentioned the the whole being awesome for being pregnant at the uh, music festival thing. I had one comment on my hair. <laughs> I usually get a, get at least one when I uh, grow it out. So I've been growing it out and it's uh, getting pretty long now. And uh, once it gets to this uh, length, there's always <laughs> a comment here or there. And I got one. And then my friend was wearing a Detroit Hustles Harder t-shirt, which uh, you get for when, when you go to um, the Detroit Electronic Music Festival, DEMF. And... Uh, People who go to that festival always find the other people and talk to one another. So she had a couple people uh, go up to her and mention that and talk to her a little bit about it. Um, and then uh, last one was uh, my buddy. He His comment was at one point we were just like resting in, in between sets and we were just kind of resting on some rocks sitting there. But it was kind of behind the second stage where you could hear that stage pretty well. And then just at one point, the the beat changed and it just got really good. And my friend was like, oh, I feel this beat and started get out and got up and started like dancing and grooving to it and doing a little shuffle. And uh, <laughs> as he's doing that, a dude's coming by and he's just like looking at him as he's walking by and just like nodding his head to the beat and just looking at my buddy and just being like, man, you're really feeling today. <laughs> and like, there's no way he'd heard him say that right like ahead of time. So. <laughs> It was just great to see that. <laughs> man, you're man, you're really feeling it, eh? Yeah, he really was. <laughs> uh, and then but yeah, Green Velvet set so we so in between Justin Martin, my boy J Mart, and Green Velvet, who was the closer, we needed we needed a bit of a break. So we took a half hour break, so we missed the first thirty minutes of uh Green Velvet. But it was totally necessary because it gave us the second win to be able to go and really enjoy that last uh set before the festival was over and we uh get back and at first like the first song we get back to is just like this weird like voiceover with very little like uh, 
um, melody or beats behind it. And it just didn't sound very good. And like, we're just like, what the heck have we walked into? <laughs> and, but immediately that was over. And right away there was like a sweet, like baseline coming in and we're like, all right, all right, all right. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> we are okay. And, uh, yeah, from that point onwards, like the, the middle hour of green velvet set was just pure gold, like just magic. Uh, he had so many good songs. He played laser beams. Uh, those of you who know laser beams, uh, you know how good that would have been hearing that live. Um, and, um, those of you who don't, who don't know, just go YouTube or Spotify, whatever, uh, green velvet laser beams and can thank me later. Um, <laughs> let's see, uh, what else did he play? Oh yeah. There's, uh, I see your lips moving, but what you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? I see your lips moving, but what you talking about? I can't, I can't not laugh <laughs> uh, hearing that out loud. Um, it is, yeah, go check that one out too. Um, what's that one called? Hold on, I had it. Uh, I saved it on my Spotify. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up and... Um, to let you know deceiver by chris lake and green velvet yeah check that one out deceiver chris lake green velvet <laughs> yeah that that middle hour was just freaking amazing and then just the last half hour last little bit it, it was um the energy was he was bringing it down i feel like he didn't hit and finish strong but it was also kind of nice the last half hour because uh there was the tiniest little bit of gentle summer rain. Oh my God, it was actually so perfect. It was like better than if there would have been no rain at all because uh, just that little tiny bit was giving a nice little bit of moisture to cool people off but not really get anybody wet. And you could see the raindrops actually through some of the floodlights coming through you could see how small and tiny and infrequent they were uh, and it just like made the experience so much more magical it was amazing so much fun uh yeah that last half hour was uh, low energy but perfect with like the setting of like the light bit of rain and and uh yeah just the crowd and people oh man it felt so good to just be around a large group of people seeing faces and smiles and people dancing, moving and grooving and just having a good time and not thinking about all this craziness. Ah, like I had like people, so many people look me in the eyes and give me smiles and like, I, there's no words that can describe as to like how good that feels and how like deprived we've been from that because of these stupid masks. Ah, I'm not going to rant about that. All right. <laughs> uh let's see yeah that it was a an amazing day amazing weekend and my wife who like i said is nearly 30 weeks pregnant was the biggest trooper for coming to that music festival dancing her heart out for six and a half hours <laughs> of the eight hour experience and just like not complaining or asking to go home early ah it was great it was great <laughs> and um yeah let's see one final thing 
wanted to end off on today was, uh, let's see, I'm going to find it. These messages I've been going back and forth with people on about, you know, just what's going on. So it seems like vaccine passports are for sure coming in. They're happening. Everyone's, uh, not everyone. The government officials are basically signaling that it's, you know, going to come in. That's what, that's how I'm seeing it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are too worried about it. I personally am very, very against the idea and, uh, would like to see it get squashed, but I understand I'm in the minority on this. And, um, it's difficult. It's difficult being in a minority, but I have to like understand that I want to align myself with what people are thinking, even though I disagree. And uh, you know that's that's why I've got, went and got the vaccine, and I'm scheduled to get the second shot on uh, Wednesday. But um, you know, I'm just interested as to what's going to happen, right? Like. Why do, why does everyone have to get the vaccine? It just doesn't make sense. What if you've already gotten the virus and you have better immunity than what the vaccine offers? Why do you have to get it? And then is it just to get the vaccine passport so you can move freely? Because that doesn't sound good. So that, or so you can go to these places that like restaurants and, and gyms, right? That doesn't seem fair. At least from my point of view, others might disagree. But I'm I'm interested in this, so I, I have some people who uh, I follow on Instagram. One of them is a gym owner in I'm not going to say where. I don't want this. Probably no one will ever find out, even if I do say. But just to be like, one of them is a gym owner. But and I, I uh, we were just doing a back and forth, commenting about something unrelated, and then. Because he's a gym owner and he was already talking to me, I just thought maybe I'd ask him a question about this because I want to know what's going on. And I said, do you mind if I ask you what your gym's policy is regarding clients and trainers' vaccine status? Are you letting people train at the gym without asking about it? This is a very controversial topic, so I'll understand if you've had enough talking about it already. So I try to table it like that so that you know he doesn't feel attacked or anything because I honestly just wanted to know and to my surprise he respond he actually responded and and answered my question and this is what he said I'm going to read it to you word for word between you and I we're not discriminating against anyone for their choice to get to get it or not I am 100% pro-choice on this topic it's impossible to please everyone at this point in time that's what he said he's got a couple of uh, emojis in there as well. One of the dude with the arms kind of out to the sides, like, I don't know what to do. And one with the face palm, like also, I guess I don't know what to do. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I totally feel what this person's saying. It actually felt really nice to hear this kind of a response because even though I feel like I'm in the minority, at least there are some other people who are congruent with my line of thinking. And, uh, I responded and said, That's the best move in my view. I wish more people saw it that way, but I think we're in the minority. And then I continued with medical history should remain private. That was my message. And just going to comment on saying that I don't understand how people don't 
don't agree with that point of view. We, they agreed right up until this point. I think we have like a bunch of legal documents saying that medical history should be private, but somehow it's no longer the case that everyone thinks that. So the person responded back with, yeah, man, with the hands together emoji, which is usually used as a thank you. At least that's how I use it. He went on to say, the hardest part is I can't publicly express this because the majority of people don't agree with this thought process. Yeah, yeah, that's that sucks. That really sucks that this this person, this gym owner, can't publicly express his opinion in fear of, uh, yeah, I don't know, paying the price financially, I guess, for thinking something what I th- that I think is like common sense. But, all right. Well, I, I just responded to him saying, just thank you for providing a discrimination-free environment for people to train in. And... Uh, I said, next time I'm in whatever place he's at, I'm definitely going to go for a work out there. Yeah. It's so hard to talk about this stuff without uh, getting too emotional, getting too angry. You know, I uh, want to see what other people say and think about. And, and uh, you know, even if I disagree with it, with it at least try to discuss it. So, uh, yeah, if you want to talk to me about it, get on my Instagram, get on my Twitter, both are jmartfit, J-M-A-R-T-F-I-T. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out what we can do to move forward with dialogue, right? Not censoring, not anything like that. Not just like shutting people down and calling each other homonyms. All right, I'm going to end it there. Thanks everybody for listening. Cheers and have a good week. Jmart out.